Welcome to the True Masculine Project. My name is Eric. I'm your host and fellow student on the path of masculinity. On this show, we will discuss personal development and masculine principles so we can be the best men that we can be. If you are new to the show, welcome, and you may want to head on over to the intro episode. Uh, describes the format and a little bit more about what we want to cover here. And for the rest of us, on to the show. Alrighty, welcome to the show. Decided to get started with an episode about the brain and what's been going on um, in our daily lives in this busy uh, distraction-filled society that we live in with all this hustle and bustle. And really, it took me some time to decide what I wanted to talk about first and what was going to be uh, one of the more important topics. And why not start with the brain? Because after all, um, any changes that you're going to try to make, any new habits or way of being in the world, um, if you, if your brain's not functioning the way that it should, those changes are going to be hard to make, if even possible, at all. So let's talk about the amount of stress that people are under in general and what that actually does to you. Uh, and then we'll talk about some ways about lowering that uh, so that your brain functions properly. So stress triggers the flight or fight response. Uh, that's not news to most people. People have heard that. Uh, but we essentially exist in a low grade to mid grade, possibly, depending on uh, what you do for a living mode of stress all of the time when you're driving to work when you're worried about your kids um, when you're dealing with some assignments at work or you have a big call coming up or a meeting uh, there can be many things that are stressful situations to us and the human body was not meant to exist in a permanent state of fight or flight so you know, back in the caveman days, you might have worked for a little bit, went out and did some hunting, went out and did some gathering, and you were on high alert then. But outside of that, they really sort of just hung out, right? Um, you didn't exist in a permanent state of stress where you had all of these things bombarding you without having the ability uh, to rest. So what happens um, during the flight or fight response is that Blood is pulled away from uh, the brain, uh, particularly the neocortex, right, which is going to be the most important part here. We'll get to that in a second. And to the extremities, so that way you could either run away or fight whatever is going on and then return back uh, to normal. Now, um, whenever you exist in that state, though, you just end up with less blood to the brain and are more susceptible to what uh, psychologist Daniel Goleman in his book Emotional Intelligence calls amygdala hijacking. Uh, there's also some other information if you want to look this up in the Harvard Health Publishing, the Harvard Medical School uh, article itself is called Understanding the Stress Response. So if you've ever had a time where you end up blowing up at somebody and you don't really come to understand that you're actually yelling until you get to, like you're in the middle of yelling when you realize you're yelling. Um, or if you have a hard time maintaining 
an equilibrium in a conversation, not getting too upset with someone who disagrees with you or in a stressful situation. Um, the reason why is that the amygdala, uh, when you exist in flight or flight, is actually taking over um, your decision making and it's making it hard for you to use the new part of the brain that has um, all of your newer functions. Um, for example, the prefrontal cortex governs uh, the ability to determine good and bad, better and best, same and different, future consequences of current activities, working towards a defined goal, prediction of outcomes, expectations based on actions, and social control, i.e. if I do this, is this going to work out well for me or not? Um, those all sound pretty important to me, especially if you're trying to make any sort of habit change or just be the best version of yourself. Um, those are all things that you're going to want to be able to do. And your ability to do those things when you exist in a state of stress is going to be hard, if not impossible, because that part of the brain uh, just does not have the, the blood, the nutrients that it should have if you exist in a state of flight or flight all the time. In fact, Matthew Lieberman, a neuroscientist, has found an inverse relationship between the activation of the amygdala and the prefrontal cortex, right? You cannot do both of these things um, at the same time. And when you think about it, it makes sense. If you were running from a lion in the savannah, uh, thinking about the meaning of life or planning out your future is not something you need to do. Uh, digesting your food, not something you need to do at that time. Um, now, once you get away from the stressor, feel free to relax and uh, you can do those sort of things. Like I said earlier, the problem is, is that in our current society, most people exist in a permanent low to mid-grade version of stress um, without ever taking any time to de-stress. Uh, now, chronic activation of the flight or flight system without de-stressing can cause a, a myriad of problems, frankly, uh, high blood pressure and contributes to brain changes that cause increases in anxiety, uh, depression, and addictive uh, behavior. You might have heard of this um, also as the sympathetic fight or flight and the parasympathetic rest and digestive modes uh, that the body exists in. All right, Eric, you're telling us things that uh, we've already heard. Stress is bad, okay? All right, so why should I give a shit about any of this? Great question, my friend. I'm glad that you've asked. So uh, going forward, we're going to talk about uh, different strategies, ways of being in the world, um, interacting with your loved ones, potential loved ones, uh, your boss, your spouse, um, things that you should do, right? These are going to be very hard if you exist in a state of stress to implement a new habit um, or to really get any of these things done because whenever you try to do something new is sort of a stressful situation already, especially if you're doing it in public. Uh, so being able to control um, yourself in stressful situations um, is going to be super important going forward as far as learning and implementing any of the things that we talked about in the show. So this is why I thought that it made sense uh, to cover this sort of things first. And in my own personal experience, um, and like I said, I'm on this journey as much as anybody else is. But when I am doing these couple things that we're going to talk about here uh, to keep my stress level down, my life runs easier, my relationships run easier, I make better decisions at work, and I actually get things done. 
when I start to slack off um, and you know just get lazy, that sort of downward spiral also builds upon itself. Things get harder. I don't do what I'm supposed to do, even if I know I'm supposed to do it. Anybody else feel me on that one? Just pure procrastination, even though you know if you don't take care of it, uh, things won't end up well for you. Or you keep making the same bad decision over and over and wonder why your life looks like it looks. Um, living in a stress body all the time when you're just trying to cope is the reason why. So with that, here are my two favorite things um, that have made a big difference in my life. And there are studies to back these up and they're going to seem obvious, but you have to do them right. All the knowledge in the world isn't going to help you become the person you want to become. If you don't actually take action, it's going to be a big part of, uh, of what we talk about here. So the first thing is that whatever you decide, even if you decide to go with things other than what we're about to talk about, you need to make de-stressing a non-negotiable part of your life. Like even if you do it in the morning, if you do it in the evening, whatever you do decide to do, de-stressing, lowering that flight or flight response, getting into the rest and digest modes are going to be vital um, in any sort of improvement you make going forward. So one of the, the first of the two things I want to talk about here is going to be meditation. Now this has been a sort of in vogue uh, topic lately. I mean, they even had people come into my office and speak about it one time. A uh, lady did not know what she was talking about for the record. So it was a pretty interesting meeting. But uh, meditation in general, um, it's not important that you sit like a monk for an hour, two hours, you know, a day, who has time for that with uh, work and all the rest of it. But it is important that you're consistent. So even if you can only get up five minutes earlier than what you have been waking up to sit and breathe, this is going to be super important for you to do, especially in the morning. Uh, gives you a nice base to start on the day. Now, it's not that hard. You don't have to sit lotus position. I know when you Google these things, people have all of these. You need to sit like this. You need to breathe like this. None of that is really important. What matters is that you are comfortable while you do it. And then you just focus on the breath. Um, and there are a few different apps that you can use. Uh, when I first got started in that meditation, I used Headspace a lot. Uh, now I use Insight Timer because I just need something to time my sessions. Well, you know, I've tried this before and I wasn't able to empty my mind. Okay, and that's good because the point is not to have zero thoughts, especially not starting out. The point is to just notice when you start to think about random stuff that happened to you in the fourth grade or what you have to do at work that day and then just come back to the breath, breathing in and out of your nose or mouth. And there's a few different ways to breathe. Um, and Headspace actually has like a free trial if you want to do some guided meditative work. But there's no wrong way to do it right. As long as you remember to come back to your breath, coming back to the breath counts as a rep. Um, and now you, when you start to do these, especially consistently, uh, one, it builds resilience to stress and creates a gap to catch the flight or flight response that amygdala hijack that we talked about earlier before you fly off the handle. Now, this is when things get really good for you because once you can stop yourself 
from repeating the same sort of cycles that you've had before in the past, then you can start to make a new way forward for yourself. And it doesn't take, you know, years of, of practice to make any changes. Uh, you'll probably start to see results in as little as 10 days, as long as you do it consistently. Like I said, and this could be for five minutes to start just to get you into the habit. Um, and there's more research, tons of it actually, on headspace.com backslash science backslash meditation hyphen benefits if you want to dig into the research papers that they've helped fund and the different studies. Um, and of course, there's a, a ton. There's books on this. You could Google meditation if you didn't believe that it has actual benefits. But the, the space is what you're looking for. So instead of flying off at the handle uh, with some real need to defend yourself, you can do things in a way that are going to be respected, frankly. Hold on to the new habits that you are trying to build, the ways of interacting in the world that you want to portray. Um, I'm sure, or at least I do, uh, that you have an ideal version of yourself that you want to work towards on a daily basis. It is easier to make these changes when you're not existing in a state of stress, and this is something easy to do that people of all physical levels can do. And you can start with just five minutes of breathing in and out the nose. And you could just do that right before you get up and start brushing your teeth or whatever your morning routine uh, currently looks like. Now, meditation itself has also been shown to help reduce anxiety in a general manner, um, improves immune function, and helps to normalize blood pressure. Uh, now, some people feel that once they start doing this, they're going to lose their edge, right? Uh, if you've got a job that requires you to be uh, tough, people wonder if they're going to not work as hard, work as long. Um, but you have you have guys like a you know Navy SEAL Mark Devine who talks about box breathing, how he used to do it. Um, and if a Navy SEAL uh, can meditate and still <laughs> perform at the you know the highest levels of combat like he did then uh you know you can do it too working a, a job of construction or you know fighting or selling in fact selling a negotiation is where uh being able to sit in a high stress environment but uh, still speak the way you want to speak main, maintain control of those emotions to keep the upper hand is really what you want I mean, I remember when I first started uh, to make this a part of my life, and it really does take doing it on a daily basis, sort of like bathing, which I hope people are out there doing <laughs> doing on a daily basis, but uh, doing that on a daily basis to really notice it in your everyday life. Uh, you'll have a moment just like I did, and probably just like anybody who starts to meditate regularly, even for five minutes, like I mentioned, that you would have flown off the handle um, and instead that you, you were able to pause catch yourself before you uh, wreck yourself before you did something that uh, you would have regretted and this will also allow you to catch yourself uh, when you start doing things like negative self-talk um, and we may do a, a show maybe part of a show about the internal script that you run over and over again it is really important uh, that when you speak to yourself you don't berate and whip yourself um, and as somebody who used to and frankly still does when I'm not paying attention uh, speak to myself fairly harshly 
if you wouldn't talk to a friend that way, uh, don't speak to yourself that way is the is the brief thing that I want to mention about that uh, here today. Now, the second point is that we've talked about here is I want to talk about exercise. Um, now, this you don't have to do daily. Um, I, only, I only try to exercise maybe three to five times a week. But all of these things that we're speaking about here are about commitment to yourself to do something that you said you were going to do to try to be the person uh, that you want to be and really grabbing control of the brain right through these modalities um, are going to help you do that. So exercise is a type of stress, but it's eustress, not distress. Now eustress is good for you um, because it helps the body build up, once again, just like meditation, a resilience to stressful situations. Um, and of course, exercise has other benefits like general confidence because you'll start to look better. You start to feel better due to all those endorphins that get movement uh, once you start doing this regularly. In fact, exercise has been coined by some to be meditation in motion. And more specifically, it reduces the stress hormone cortisol. And cortisol, as you may have heard of before, um, contributes to weight gain, uh, issues controlling blood sugar, and immune system suppression. Right? These are all things that we don't. Uh, want now as far as exercise goes you don't have to go off and join uh, some crazy gym or start some wild routine and frankly most people don't need that um, maybe just getting up and taking a walk going up and down some stairs uh, at the office instead of taking the elevator whatever you uh, decide to do try something that makes it fun for you if you don't like running try rowing if you don't like that maybe some sort of kickboxing class or get into jujitsu, something that's going to be functional um, and teach you a skill as well. It's about uh, keeping little promises to yourself, doing what you said you're going to do. That's why you hear people talk about uh, making your bed in the morning as a, as a base, a foundation for your day. This is all the same thing, to get in the habit, to prove to yourself that you will stop lying to yourself about the things that you say you want to do. Um, you know, so I'm not going to bang on about this, and this one's going to be a little bit shorter than some of our future episodes. Um, I just wanted to put something out here. It is vitally, vitally important that you take care of your brain, that you de-stress yourself, especially if you work in some high-stress environment. Uh, but even if you don't, um, habit change, emotional regulation, these things are all going to be real important, especially when we, had, we talk about the ladies or just interacting with people in general uh making friends getting that job taking that risk making that decision to move uh these are all you know the things that are going to move you forward are going to be a little scary and it's going to require just some ability to control yourself um easier to do when you're not just a ball of of stress right so um, as a summary of what we talked about here today um, understand that we didn't come up in an environment that had all these distractions all these bells and whistles all this running around uh, that we have currently and you need to take some time need to take some time to remove that from your environment even for just a couple of minutes like i said the meditation portion five minutes a day um, consistently you'll start to see results from there and if you want to build it up to a larger habit uh, there are plenty of resources for you to check out 
um, and some exercise. And you don't have to start off with some Iron Man thing. You could just walk around the neighborhood if you haven't moved around in a while. Um, if you want to join a gym, great. But don't feel like you have to follow somebody else's um, advice on what you should do. You know, some five by five strongman thing, unless it's what you want to do. But you can start off slow. The point is, is to get started keeping little promises to yourself um, that are going to make you feel better, one, and also take some of that load off of your brain so that bad boy can do what it was meant to do, you know, help you control yourselves and social situations, forward planning. Uh, if, you've been, if you've had problems saving money, I guarantee you this has something to do with it. If you've had problems sticking to anything, really, I guarantee you this had something to do with it. Uh, you, you don't want to continue to make progress in your life. When all you want to do is come home and drink. Uh, and I like a drink as much as the next person. But there are better ways to de-stress yourself and to keep yourself calm. Right. So meditation, exercise, vitally important. I almost forgot the old belly breathing. Uh, this is uh, crucial here because the switch over from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic nervous system is governed by the vagus nerve. And that cluster is going to exist right there at your chest. So like when you breathe on a regular basis, if your shoulders and chest are moving and not your belly, uh, which a lot of people do because they're trying to <laughs> appear to be thinner than they actually are, um, you're stressing yourself, man. You're just existing in a state of fight or flight because you don't want to seem fat and I promise you nobody's paying attention and if you do feel like your shirts are pushing up against uh, your belt whenever you go to breathe out your stomach maybe that's a column that you might want to look into some diet and exercise which we'll talk a little bit um, about that but some basic things that you could do that are going to make a world of difference um, especially with the belly breathing now I'm not gonna keep beating this drum here like I said uh, really wanted to start with some ways to optimize the brain that are super basic without you having to do any sort of dietary changes, uh, especially with the meditation, right? But the, uh, the foundation needs to be strong, even if it's simple. So taking action on the couple of things that we talked about here today are going to be vitally important as we talk about uh, some different skills and other things here um, on the show. And with that, I'm out for the week. Action takers, I love you all. Stay safe out there. See you on Friday. Thank you for hanging out with me on the True Masculine Project. Please like, rate, and subscribe in your favorite podcasting app. Uh, if you want to interact with the show, you can catch us on Instagram at true, T-R-U-E-M-P underscore podcast. See you next time.